First up, we say hi to Christine Klustra. Christine is Executive Director of Marketing and Communications for the Detroit Institute of Arts, this wonderful institution founded in 1885. The museum actually was originally located on Jefferson Avenue, but due to its rapidly expanding collection, it moved to the current site on Woodward Avenue in 1927. And I'm, I'm happy to say that it has only continued to grow and become one of the finest institute of arts in the country. And Christine Klostra, rather, you must be proud of that. I am so proud. I've been here at the DIA for just over 10 years, and um, every minute of it has been exciting and interesting, and it's a beautiful place to work. Well, when you, when you do what you do at the DIA, when you connect people to art with programs, resources, uh, really an intentionally diverse collection among the, the top in the nation with over 65,000 works, it gives you something to really look forward to when coming to work. It really does. Um, it's it's a beautiful building to be in. It's nice to be able to take time in the middle of the day and walk down and, and look at some of our amazing collection. Um, <clears throat> being able to walk through the, the Detroit Industry murals every morning is, is, is really special. How would you, in your position now, Executive Director of Marketing and Communications for uh, Detroit Institute of Arts, how would you, Christine Klostrup, describe Detroit's art scene today? Oh, the city has such a vibrant art scene, and it has for has for decades. Um, we're fortunate to have a number of Detroit artists in our collection, um, including works that have been here for many years by people like Charles McGee and Gilda Snowden and Tyree Guyton. Um, and more recently, we've acquired works by Mar Mario Moore, Tylon Sawyer, and just last week we added a work by Shirley Woodson. Um, she was the popular subject of a popular solo exhibition at the museum several months ago, and is quite a Detroit legend in, in the arts community. How what's it like for you, because um, I'm sure it's a reaction that's similar across the, the board around the country, when a, a museum, a museum of art, art museum, call it what you will, runs into trouble with, with authenticity of the product they have. Oftentimes, product that was acquired by people long before them, and obviously they thought it was authentic, but turning out not to be like the museum in Orlando and some other places, that must send shutters. You've been there 10 years, but there's a lot of art there that's been there a lot longer than 10 years and that was acquired by other people when you weren't even involved. What do you do to, to fight those concerns about authenticity with what you do have on display? So our curators and our conservation department are always working to um, look into the provenance of art and make sure that all of our works come from where we believe they came from. Um, we have scientists on staff who can analyze paint chips to make sure that they are from the appropriate time frame. We have an imaging lab that can take x-rays um, of works. So we're constantly making sure that we're evaluating everything in the collection, both new, new acquisitions and works that have been here for decades to ensure that they're authentic. You also do so much to get the community involved. Talk a little bit, if you would, about, in fact, some of your community programs that you're very proud of. 
Yeah, we're proud of, so proud of our community programs. Um, and most of those are part of our millage agreements with Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb counties. Um, as part of those agreements, we reinvest back into the community with programs like Inside Out, where we place reproductions of work from the museum in parks and downtowns throughout the tri-counties, or Partners in Public Art, where local artists work directly with community members to design and create large-scale public art projects. We also provide feed free field trips with bus transportation for Tri-County students, and we have free visits for groups of seniors. Um, we also provide transportation for them. And since the pandemic, we've also um, supplemented all of that with a lot of online programming. We offer online field trips now for students that can't necessarily make the trip down to the DIA. We have a weekly online program for seniors every Thursday at 1 p.m. Um, and so it's been really great to sort of increase that access to the museum by providing online programming. What are some of the uh, some of the current and upcoming exhibitions that you're excited about? Well, right now we have a great photography exhibition called Conscious Response. It features not only internationally acclaimed photographers like Diane Arbus, but also a number of local photographers such as Brian Day and Corrine Vandermeulen. But what we're most excited about is the upcoming Van Gogh in America exhibition. It opens on October 2 and is going to feature 74 works from around the world by Vincent Van Gogh. And it celebrates the 100th anniversary of the DIA's acquisition of his self-portrait, which was the first work by the artist to enter the collection of a museum in the U.S. Um, we're always very proud of the things that Detroit did first, and, and, and being the first museum to acquire Van Gogh is a really special thing. Wow. Um, yeah. Tickets are um, available right now for DIA members, but they go on sale to the public on August 30, so just a couple weeks. How do you become a DIA member? You go online to DIA.org and you click member, and it's really easy. You can also call, um, call the museum at 313-833-4005 um, to become a member or get tickets for um, Van Gogh after August 30, or ask any question you need answered about the museum. Yeah, it, it's so uh, it's so open to the people. You work so hard uh, to to make it. I think one of the greatest. You mentioned it a moment ago, and I meant to jump in and say something. But <laughs> the whole idea of bringing art to the people, I think, was a brilliant stroke, and really serves the people, everyone well, because a lot of people mean well and say, "I got to get to the." Museum of Art, the Institute of Arts, but they don't. And bringing that artwork to the people is helping everybody, children, adults, everyone in between, uh, to really appreciate art and to maybe get a even better understanding of what we have, which is one of the finest in the country and in the world. It really is. And, you know, Paul, the other thing that it's important for people to understand is, you know, we have a lot more than art here, too. Um, we have a great film program. We have family programs on the weekend where families can enjoy a puppet show or do an art project. Um, we have a, a, a beautiful cafe. So if you just want to come in and have a glass of wine and a lunch with a friend, um, you're more than welcome to enjoy Kresge Court as well. Um, so there's a lot of things to do here. We have live music. Um, there's a lot more than just art on the walls. A lot more than just art on the walls. But if I were to try to, and this is like asking who your favorite child is, and I know that that's, <laughs> that's impossible, but honestly, in the world of art, and we are measured by the world, 
uh, as the executive director of marketing and communications for our Detroit Institute of Arts. Christine Kloster, tell us what you think are the top one or top three selling points of why the DIA is must-see. Okay. I can absolutely, I, I'll try to limit it to three. Um, surely, <laughs> well done already. Well done already. <laughs> surely um, the Diego Rivera murals are, are really, you know, they've been described as the Sistine Chapel of America. Um, they're a national landmark, um, and they are not to be missed. They're really, they are stunning, and, and it's always exciting to watch people see them for the first time and stand in awe with their, with their heads up and, and see just how massive they are. Um, another really important part of our collection is our African-American collection. We were the first museum in the United States to devote a curatorial department to African-American art. Um, and our African-American collection spans centuries, all the way from the 1700s to the current day. And, and it's um, really important for people to, to understand that, that, you know, it's not all just contemporary art. Um, and then I think... For my last, oh, you're going to make me pick one last. Oh, if you want to throw a couple more in there, go ahead. <laughs> it's all right. Um, I think the third thing is maybe a little self-serving. Um, as a as a as a person of Dutch heritage, our Dutch collection is really beautiful, and I think often under-celebrated because it's hidden away up on the third floor. Um, but it's a really beautiful collection. It is one of the best in the world. And and throw into that, of course, you're. you're acquisition of uh, the early Van Gogh, I mean, that's, or as they say back at his home, Van Gogh, um, it, it, that's certainly a very big deal and, and stands out among art collectors and admirers worldwide. Yeah, it's a really, it's a great story, and we're really excited to tell it in that exhibition later this year. Um, we were, again, the first one to acquire work by Van Gogh, but the museums after us were all located in the Midwest. The next five museums were all in the Midwest. So it's a good sort of regional story as well that we were ahead of the game on, on the East Coast and the West Coast in terms of Van Gogh. Yeah, the, the, good, good of us to prove it to those people who think of us merely as flyover areas. Anyway. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> And there have been a lot of talks about admission and passing millages and getting free admission. Are we at a free admission stand right now? Absolutely. General admission to the museum is always free for residents of Wayne, Oakland, and Macomb counties. So since 2012, anybody who's got a zip code in those three counties gets into the museum for free. There is um, often for big exhibitions big blockbusters like the Van Gogh, an additional ticket charge, but those are discounted for the residents of those three counties as well. Doesn't get any better than that. That was the best vote they could uh, ever come up with to help all of us uh, enrich our lives with what the Detroit Institute of Art uh, does provide for us. Go to DIA.org. DIA.org. Go to, uh, you said, I think, just plain simply membership, maybe. And if you, you want to join, but there's lots of other information there as well. All right. Well, I think more of us should join, actually. DIA.org. I've got to check my membership. These things expire, and I never pay attention, and I, I have to double-check when we talk like this. So I'm going to go to DIA.org today and double-check that and the membership to support you in every way that we can. Keep up the good work, Christine Klostra. We really appreciate it. Thanks, Paul. I appreciate it. Christine Klostra, the Executive Director of Marketing and Communications, Detroit Institute of Arts. As we continue 
here on Opportunity Detroit. Detroit.